0: Hello and welcome back to the With Purpose podcast. It's been a while since I sat and recorded so I'm very excited to come back in this new year with some new insights into my journey, my vision, my goals and the process of which I am going through. I originally started this podcast with the intent of sharing more details behind my transformation. This is because I feel that sharing transformation pictures on social media channels doesn't give anywhere near as much insight into the process, the sacrifices, choices, dedication, commitment, effort, struggles, joy, sense of achievement and everything else that has gone into my journey over the past four years. So to start series three, I feel it's best to conclude series two with an update on how my IFBB wellness show went down in Denmark. To be quite honest, (laughs) it was an absolute disappointment. (laughs) To be clear, I wasn't disappointed in my results, I was disappointed in the actual show. Um, Competing in bodybuilding takes an enormous investment of time, effort and money. The long and short of it is, I spent eight months on a diet, on prep, training, lifting weights five days a week, eventually my cardio was up to an hour a day seven days a week, Um, and on the day I didn't actually step on stage until four hours past the scheduled time of 9pm which was already quite frankly too late so it was one o'clock in the morning by the time I got on stage at the end of the show I placed second and fifth in the two categories which I entered and I am very happy with the physique that I brought on the day the commitment to the process and the overall journey however (laughs) In the days prior to the show, I received an email with the scheduled timing for the day. Being told I was not expecting to be on stage until 9pm was already concerning me. I'm usually in bed by 9pm. My physique, and everybody else's, looks best in the morning, as we know. Cortisol, which is the stress hormone released into the body, comes through with nerves and adrenaline. So the longer we anticipate an event, the more these hormones are going to be released. Cortisol makes you, especially me, um, hold extra water which is obviously going to affect the end look of the physique which I am aiming to present on stage. As I have said in previous episodes, and I will reiterate again, I am 100% a natural athlete and therefore hanging on to my condition of my physique for that duration of time from uh, from waking up in the morning and looking my best to late at night, rather 1 a.m. when I reached the stage, was incredibly hard and much harder for those girls who are natural. Now with bodybuilding, there are no rules. If you want to take performance enhancing drugs, you can. I personally have nothing against people who do choose to use them. Um, However, I don't. (laughs) Um, Every decision and choice you make in life comes with consequences. And I am not prepared to deal with the consequences of taking PEDS, performance enhancing drugs. To me, my life, my future, being a woman and the risks and the side effects are just not worth it. Um, I would rather play second in every show I ever do and be natural than take something to win. Um, That's me. As I said, I have nothing against those who choose to take them. Anyway, having woken up at 8am due to excitement, my natural body clock. Um, I looked, if I do say so myself, (laughs) absolutely incredible. I actually think it was the best physique I've had to date. Um, Then I arrived at the event hall for my tanning and my makeup at 5 p.m. So I'd already waited from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. to go to the hall to have the makeup and the tanning done. At 5 p.m., I had my makeup, my tan was on, I then had to sit backstage for eight hours until one o'clock in the morning before I stepped on stage. Finally, we are um, preparing a one-minute presentation for when you're on stage. You basically get given 60 seconds to present your physique. In that 60 seconds, there are compulsory poses which you have to show. Um, Amongst that, we're looking for elegance and being feminine and transitioning between poses, um, all of those things. So I was backstage, at which point I was told I only had 15 seconds to present my physique and complete the compulsory poses, because it was late and everybody who was involved in the show had basically had enough. Oh, there goes the doorbell. There was no audience left and there was zero atmosphere. In fact, all the girls in my category were tired and fed up and the atmosphere backstage was utterly terrible. I, by this time, had just completely lost my sparkle. The tanning and the makeup makeup artists, who I had actually paid a lot of money for, had packed up and gone home by this time at one o'clock in the morning and therefore there was no touch-ups to to have done before going on stage, which is normal protocol that you get to the stage and you would have last minute touch-ups done. So quite honestly, by the time my feet made it on stage, I just wasn't feeling it. I was tired, fed up, I wanted to go home and get in bed. (laughs) My partner who was with me was an absolute godsend. If it wasn't for him, I would have left by 11 p.m. We had a whole trip planned starting the next day and our bus was leaving at 7am. From getting off stage to making it back to our apartment, it was close to 2.30 in the morning and there was absolutely nowhere open to eat or even get a takeaway, which quite honestly was all I wanted at the time. So we packed our suitcases and managed to get about two hours sleep. The rest of the trip in Denmark, the following 10 days was utterly incredible um, as were the few days before the show. This was quite possibly another reason why I haven't recorded for some time, because it took me a while upon returning to Dubai to process one absolute letdown the organisation of the show was. However, the universe just has a strange way of guiding us towards what is meant for us. I was already toying between bodybuilding and strongman, and I had many conflicting plans for 2022. This experience was most certainly telling me to take a break from bodybuilding shows, give my body a rest and give my all, my absolute 110% into my next strong woman event and just see how I actually sit in a lineup of lightweight under 64 kg women in the UK. So that leads me nicely into series three, strong woman. So the aim for 2022 is to give my absolute best to my training and competing in strong woman. And see where I stand. Two weeks after returning home home to Dubai from Denmark I started my new training program which is specifically designed for the five events that I have to complete in April in the UK in the UK's strongest woman qualifying event. These consist of deadlifts, so that's deadlifts for reps in one minute at 145 kg. So far, my personal best is 155 kg, which was achieved early last year before I began my cut for bodybuilding shows. With eating less when you're on a cut, it is hard, if not highly not recommended, to be aiming for personal bests in lifting. The second event for the strong run event is the keg run, for example, like a beer keg. This is gonna weigh 60 kilograms, and I need to run 10 meters, turn around and run back, and it will be scored on time. So the quicker, the better. I actually at this point um, have never picked up a keg. (laughs) I don't have access to one at at the moment and therefore I have been training this event with a sandbag. Event three is the farmer's frame carry which is weighing 150 kilos. Farmer's walk is usually with two individual handles. However, the frame is connected at the front and the back and therefore provides more stability. So this, um, again, it's like the keg run and it is scored on time. So it's a 10 meter run, drop, turn around, pick it back up and 10 meters back. Event four is a floor to overhead press with a barbell. And this is one rep only at the most maximum weight possible. This skill is completely new to me, possibly the most technical of the five events. And is one which is consuming most of my training at the moment. Event 5 is the Atlas Stones, it will be 60 kilograms. I have to take the stone from the floor up to my shoulder, release one arm as many times as possible in one minute. For this competition, the top 3 placing female athletes will qualify into the next round of the UK's Strongest Woman path. So my training split has completely changed and I am now training 4 days a week. Because the intensity of the lifting is so much heavier, meaning that more rest is required between training days. So, I've not been doing any cardio either since Denmark, as again, my training days, um, in between my training days, I'm focused solely on rest and recovery. For this, I have a new massage therapist who is amazing and she is fixing up all my aches, pains, and niggles on a weekly basis. And I am continuing with my Yin Yoga weekly practice, providing me with a very good deep stretch and a mind meditation, which I find just sets me up so well for the week ahead. Nutrition wise, I have reversed my diet with my coach in the USA. We worked very carefully together coming out of the Denmark show to reverse my diet, meaning gradually increasing my macros and my calories week by week. Um, So far, I'm currently sitting at 2,000 calories per day, with some meals out over the weekend where I do try and track my macros as best as possible, but this is hard to be exact with when the food is not prepared myself. Um, Ultimately, I have been enjoying some steak and um, pancakes, (laughs) obviously not together. Uh, (laughs) So we have a nice healthy spot in town where I like to choose my pancakes from. Obviously I also thoroughly enjoyed Christmas with family and friends and I took some time away from macro tracking over that period. I enjoyed many delicious meals and social events um, without going completely nutty on the food which for me is a challenge. (laughs) Now I'm not saying I'm never going to compete in bodybuilding again. I might. I might not. I don't really know. I do absolutely love the glitz and glamour and the shreds, however, in order to truly know where I sit in a field of international strong women athletes of a similar size and weight, I must give this competition and this training program my absolute 100% focus. Obviously you don't enter this level of competition without the aim of winning or a qualification and that is ultimately my goal. However, depending on the results, then I will make a call about my next move. Another show or another strongwoman event. Time will tell and the universe will guide me. It's very uncommon for athletes to compete in both, although uncommon, it's not unheard of. I know several female, female athletes who compete in powerlifting events in their off season from bodybuilding. And with careful programming and commitment, both are possible. So. Watch this space, I don't know what's coming next. To keep up with my progress, head over to my Instagram channel to see my weekly progress updates. Tomorrow, I'm going to be competing in Dubai's Strongest Woman competition. This was a last minute decision made with my coach with the aim of developing my competition mindset. This is all part of the training and the journey, overcoming nerves, becoming more comfortable in the atmosphere and getting used to the structure of these events. Most importantly, developing my aggression and my attack when the pressure is on. Lastly, learning how to prepare my body nutritionally for the event. As unlike bodybuilding, I will be getting weighed in for these events in strong women and therefore my nutritional intake in the weeks or months leading up to the event um, is really key and very important for maintaining my performance peaks and hitting the target body weight. So tomorrow, I have three events. I have to deadlift 1.5 times my body weight, um, log overhead press at 0.5 times body weight, and Atlas Stone at one times body weight. All three of these events are for as many reps as possible in one minute, and therefore testing not only my strength, but also my cardiovascular and muscular endurance. This week, I have been sitting at um between 64 and 66 kilograms body weight i am actually on antibiotics at the moment and this is affecting my weight slightly as they can cause a little bit of inflammation in the body and water retention Um, other than that i'm feeling very well and i'm ready to attack tomorrow as the atlas stones in event three only come in tens and by that i mean there's a 40 kilogram stone a 50 kilogram stone 60 70 etc The stone I lift tomorrow will be chosen based on rounding my body weight up or down to the nearest 10. Therefore, ideally tomorrow, I want to wake up weighing in at sub 65. So we round my body weight down to the 60 stone. However, if I do weigh in over 65 kilograms, it will be rounded up to the 70 stone, which obviously will affect my performance and the amount of reps I'm able to complete. Anyway. In the next episode, I will update you on that event and how I felt leading into it, how my mindset was and what I achieved in each of the three events. Meanwhile, Series 3 is going to dive deeper into my transformation journey so far. How I broke down old habits, how I built new habits, ultimately how I educated myself, developed and changed my mindset, kept my vision strong, set goals, adapted to change and grew as a person through the struggles and the endless effort to achieve my greatest self. Ultimately, I want to be guiding you and giving you tips on how to create the ideal health, wellness, and longevity for you and your loved ones too. I'll also be talking about the importance of balance and what that means, or what it really means to me in my opinion. I'll also be covering details about nutrition and training for women based on the female menstrual cycle. This will be beneficial to females from teens all the way through to post-menopausal. Ultimately, there is no age limit on health and wellness. So thank you for spending the time listening today and continuing to invest in my journey. I really appreciate all the support and the messages that I receive. Until next time, with all my love, And I'll catch you in the next episode.